Hi guys, welcome back to the Age Gap Realness Podcast. Why are you looking at me funny? The way you're handling you your microphone. Done. Can you just be fucking done? All right, start. Uh, well, 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 welcome back to the Age Gap Realness Podcast. You have Natalie Workman as your host and Brandon Dawson as my co-host. Hello, let's welcome to the show. We're excited to be here again today. Do you remember what the show's called? The Real Age Gap Podcast. Oh, you're so close. By Natalie Workman. Oh, that was pretty close. Okay. It's called the Age Gap Realness, but Real Age Gap is just, you know, it's just a formality. Don't type in Real Age Gap, guys, to your podcast because it won't come up. Uh, I would like to share a review to start off this podcast from our very first podcast. Uh, And I think that it's fairly funny and I'm wanting to see your reaction because my guess is you don't often check the reviews that the show gets. Is that true or false? Yeah, I don't. Well, Karina5872 gave us our first three-star review. All the rest of them are five currently. And the title of her review is The Brandon Dawson Show? Question mark. And her comment. Seemed like Brandon was taking over. Would love to hear more from Natalie. Sounds like she wants to hear from you. What does that say? It sounds like she wants to hear from you what you think about that. No, I'm excited to hear what you think about that. That it sounded like I was trying to take over? It did sound like you were trying to take over. I thought that you did a great job. I'm very proud of you. Well, to be honest with you, uh, to be honest with you, you and I shoot multiple podcasts. We had just got done shooting my business podcast where you were interviewing me and it was my show. Uh So I think when we spend time in the studio and we go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, sometimes we... Are uh, you justifying or are you using this as constructive criticism to say... No, I, I think I think anybody and everybody should weigh in, give their opinion. We would just assume have feedback than no feedback, right? Totally, you're you're taking this in such a funny way. No, I don't actually care. <laughs> I mean, we were trying to have fun with each other, and you told me to. We have fun. were having fun. So if someone's going to be critical of it because they think I'm taking the show over, well, no, I, I think it's hilarious. It's, it's I think you would give that. yourself the same feedback. You're sometimes a little wordy. Would you agree with that statement? I'm, yeah, I absolutely am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just but I appreciate the feedback. Agree. I know. I, I think that that's, Karina, thank you for sharing that feedback yes, with us. Yes, rather have engagement than not have engagement. And I will try to do better to not act like I'm trying to take the show over. <laughs> I'm not certain that that was sincere, but we'll go with it. All right. Back to today's topic, or to start with today's topic. I went through my blog posts, uh, and in some ways, I feel like I want to revisit the content that I've already created because there needs to be more color to it. And so one of the posts that I especially loved but felt like needed a little bit more context was the five questions to ask yourself before dating an older man. So I came up with five questions to ask. And I'm sure at the time I read them to you, but I'm certain it's been like six months. So do you remember any of those questions? I don't. No, I don't. Remember. All right. I kind of my idea for today's show is to read these questions, talk about them, say if they're true or not true, and then maybe you could think of some questions that you would ask if you were like that you wanted to add. But then at some point, I'd like to do an episode where we flip this and that you ask questions that a man should ask before dating a younger girl. Okay. So. That's my thought process. What do you think? All right. So you're going to ask me questions? Is that what you're going to do? 
I'm going to share with you the questions, then we're going to talk about oh, if they're okay, valid okay, questions. Okay. okay, so the first question that I came up with, and these are in priority, was, are you confident enough to feel that he didn't make you? So that's the first question that I think a young girl should ask themselves before dating an older man. Can you, can you say that question again? <laughs> I can totally say it again. Are you confident enough to feel that he didn't make you? What does that even mean? I agree. I think it's a bit confusing. But the premise is this. Before dating an older man, I believe that a woman should or a man should think about where they're at in life and and have the confidence in themselves to know that whatever happens next, they're not just going to completely attribute those great things or those negative things to the relationship. Like you have in the years that you have been on this earth, feel confident in your abilities to attract the things that are good in your life to where it's not just always because so-and-so was already established. Because I think that that breeds insecurity. And you mean, you, so the question is to make sure, the question- How would you reframe the question? I don't know. I don't even understand the question. That he you didn't still don't make, understand it? That he didn't make like you. Like make you. Like he didn't, when I'm 50, I your don't want- Your mom and dad made you. Oh my gosh, thank you for that. And they did a great job, may I add. All right, I don't want really want to think about my parents making me. But <laughs> I, I didn't make you. Oh. I don't understand the context of the question. That you didn't create my success. That I'm still that I'm a co-creator. That yeah. I uh, Okay, so is that so that's one of the questions is to make sure that the person you're with doesn't think that they're responsible for helping you become successful or you don't feel insecure that they're responsible for making you the latter okay the latter just seems like a weird worded question how would you reword it uh that you have your own identity that you know are you sure that you don't care i mean in this particular case they're asking if you have the internal fortitude i'm asking you're you're you asked that question. I asked this question. Oh, right. I gave a list of oh, five that's questions. Right. No, I do remember. Yeah, that yes. he didn't make you. Yeah, yeah. You're you're saying. But you know what's funny? You know what you're infer? What I was inferring, and I didn't pick this up until you're saying this. I'm inferring that I'm going to do something great by this question. Yeah, it's like. So first of all, nobody can make or break anybody. Right, it's oh. a personal choice oh. for people to either make. Or allow themselves to break themselves, right? So it's 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 a personal choice. So so by even somebody asking that question, or you asking that question to somebody, um, that's that's somebody's internal perspective about why they've been able to have the success they've had, or why they've been able to achieve things. And if they're living with the fear and insecurity that they only did it because of somebody else, mm-hmm. um, which I think a lot of people live in that space. I know um, I did for the first couple of years. Yeah, so it's a fear. It really what you lived with, it was a fear that you may lose your identity to me mm-hmm. and then you won't have your own identity. The fear, and if we're like, let's just reframe this whole thing. It's the five questions that I believe a young woman should ask herself before making the decision to move forward with the age gap relationship. I, yeah, and I, I think a great way to ask that question is, do I have the confidence to create my own identity? Do so I? That, okay. Do I have the confidence to create my own identity, to be secure in who I'm going to become and who I am today? 
because that that's an internal strength and i think every human should have that because i see this in business and maybe i'm trying to hog the microphone again no, but no, no. I but i see fine. this in business because people um they look for security or freedom and and if somebody else is paying your paycheck and you don't really have to be accountable for everything and you don't have to be the one things that work or don't work fall on your shoulders and you can kind of drift in that environment um, that creates fear and insecurity because you're you're actually looking for security you're looking for somebody else to take care of you freedom is i don't care what happens because i'm going to move to the thing that i have the confidence to do and if it's here or not here like i'm never going to have anybody control my destiny yeah yeah so to go back to the girl not to or the guy the younger person in the relationship not so much necessarily about business however i totally agree that it yeah. relates do you think that's a good piece of advice i think my piece of advice to every human being and in particular in this situation mm -hmm. is find your own sense of confidence create your own reality in your life and be confident about that and don't allow yourself to find yourself in a position where you feel like you only are who you are or you only have who what you have because of the person you're yes, with. Yes, yes. Anybody that lives in that situation is, is screwed. Is already messed up or yeah, screwed. Yeah, and they need to backtrack. I think that at some point in the future, I'd like to do a podcast more specifically about how money ties into this and how you and I kind of, we, we never had a formal conversation about money and you supporting me. However, there was like a very kind of fluid thing that just happened that okay, I, I think was helpful for us because it wasn't just like, I'm going to date this older guy and he's going to support me and take care of me. And part of that gave me confidence, even though I was still financially like there was some mental things that were happening that were helpful to me to maintain this confidence and there were things that happened that made me lose my confidence and i want to work through those things but i just want to note that like money has a big factor in this and if the older person that you're dating and considering dating is wealthy or not yeah i think a really important thing that you and i have learned from grant cardone and from ty lopez and from Tony Robbins, there's a consistent theme, which is uh, money actually just amplifies who you already are. Mm. So I think I think if we put this in a little different context, um, people get focused on the wrong things. So not having money or having money, all money does is amplify who you already are. So if you're a turd or if you're a, a great turd, person or you know, a great Actually, person. you're attributing this to men right now. However, the person that said this to us that we listened to recently was Sarah Blakely, oh, the founder of Spanx. Thank you. That's right. I knew one of them had said it. But, yes. Um, and, the badass woman of the group. And, 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 and the point there, though, it really resonated with me is you can allow you can go into a relationship and allow the financial aspect to create stress or whatever. But mm -hmm. But all money is doing or being around any money is doing for you is just earlier stage amplifying who you already are. Mm. And I think that's where it's important to find your confidence as, as a person, right? Because if I didn't have any money, you'd still be figuring out how to innovate yourself. You'd still be pushing yourself. You'd still be learning. You'd still maybe, maybe my world wouldn't have been as attractive because of, you know, just 
the overall package, right? Mm -hmm. You not only have outstanding looks here. Right. <laughs> deep, wonderful personality. So true. <laughs> and maybe a little extra money. But, yes. But with that said, so maybe that was all the package that you were attracted to. But I think- Big the, package. Big package. Huge package. It's huge. <laughs> but the fact is, um, you are just accelerating who you already are inside. Mm. So if somebody's in a relationship and they're afraid and they're they're scared and they're bringing drama into the relationship, it's because that's who they are. Mm -hmm. Like, and all money is going to do is amplify that, or lack mm -hmm. of money is going to amplify it. So, I think I think what you're trying to say though is, if I was to just take that first thing, you're trying to say know who you are, be confident in who you are, mm -hmm. love who you are, mm -hmm. have grace for who you are. And don't give a shit about what anybody else says or thinks. Like, if you want to be in that relationship, do it for you and for the person you love. But don't go into it with fear and insecurity or it's not even worth being in the relationship. And I think at many points, like, I can I can say this now looking back at some of the struggles that we had early on. It's more specifically that I had early on. Uh, and I say this as if it's a really easy thing to do. Like, don't be insecure. Don't be fearful. Don't worry about these things and yet they're huge concerns and they affect your daily life they affected my daily life uh quite significantly I, I would say up until you know the last year or so like I really I've struggled with my place in this relationship my contribution into this relationship and I think it's inherent with relationships with an older person yes yeah, so I think what you struggled with is understanding that relationship you didn't, you weren't able to put, and I think the benefit of this show yeah. is for somebody who is, because look, that struggle is real. Very real. Look, I've been real. there. I'm a confident there. person. I can walk into a room and talk to just about anybody. However, I struggled with an identity. It was my identity that I really And it was questioned. a painful struggle. So painful. And it almost at times fractured some of our relationship. Because yeah, I put right. stress on the relationship because I needed so, things concrete. And I think this is the value of why you started this show, to be honest. Yes. This, this is just a great example of that. Mm-hmm. He's, he's tearing up here, guys. Well, because when you were in that state. I know. It was sad. It was sad. It was very hard. And I think that the value of this show for other people is to understand it's okay to be in that state. But what you did is instead of living in that state and letting it take you backwards, yeah, you came to the decision, I need to find a way through that state. Yes. Right? And so you started putting plans together. You started putting... Uh, you started reading, you started searching for mentorship yes. from somebody who would, sorry, somebody who would be an example to you. And the reason I'm tearing up isn't because of the pain in that moment, but the pride mm. of how intentional you were pulling oh, yourself sweet. through that Thank and, you. and being the confident person that you actually are, but you had lost that confidence. Totally. Entirely I, lost that confidence. And I think the value of this show is to be able to say to people, Living in fear and anxiety and stress, mm -hmm. uh, which cr just compoundly creates more insecurity. And then that drives the wedge in the relationship. Mm. If you're living in that place, we recognize how hard it is. Yes. Um, the reason you started this show, and I agreed to come on it, mm -hmm. is because we feel this, the fact that we've been through that journey has been such a gift. Yes. And, and two people, I had to handle my I had to handle my position in that relationship too. Mm -hmm. I had to encourage you 
Yes. I'll be mad at you and I'll get angry in those weak moments. Because mm-hmm. remember, there was times where it would have been easy for me. Boy, sorry. It would have been easy for me just to get mad or to say, you know, you're immature. And to, or to apply su- more pressure. Apply more pressure. You're, you know, say stupid stuff to you. Oh, grow up or, you know, get a job or all things you had. But the point is I could have been, I could have been really non-respectful shitty. and yes. could have been shitty to you. But I loved you so much. And mm-hmm. I, and I've. I've had the experience of watching people transcend through those moments mm-hmm. in business. So I could go back and relate it to our personal life. And when someone says put a plan together and fight through it and find it's all true, right? Yes. And that's what you did. You started putting your plan together. You started reading. You started listening to new pieces of information. You started looking for you and I made an intentionality to go find a couple that we could say, this is a couple that represents what our life could look like in the next 30 years. Yes. And that was Jim and Sandy. That was Jim and Sandy. Yeah. So Jim and Sandy was our first. We've never talked about Jim and Sandy, uh, but Jim and Sandy is are these remarkable people uh, that we met through this trip to Italy. Celebrity fight night like in the, most, the David Foster Foundation. One of the most ridiculous things that we've done is this trip to Italy. Uh, it's just Remarkable, but we Remarkable. became very close friends with him. He is the the founder and CEO of Boston's Pizza up in Canada, and uh, and some they're opening operations down here in the U.S. And Sandy and he work side by side, and they're just such a remarkable example of how it can work. You know what? You are actually leading me into a my next question that I had written down, uh, and the question was. How do you feel about hanging with an older crowd? So this is a question that I believe a younger person needs to ask themselves and really reflect on before moving forward with a relationship with an older person. Because it might sound superficial, but it is the reality of these relationships. You are not going to be hanging around 20-year-olds when you are dating, engaged to, or married to somebody who's 25 years older or 30 years older. Like, it's just, it's not... It's not going to happen. You are going to be around people who are older. And Jim and Sandy are a great example. They are they are older than I am, and they are older. Jim's actually older than you are. But you, I think people need to really consider that because there are things you're going to miss with your age bracket uh, that you can be sad about or you can fully embrace the experiences, the know-how, the connection with an older group of people. Yeah, and I, and I, you know, I don't. So me personally, um, I've always had an older group of people impact my I life. I, I have very rarely in my lifetime built deep, meaningful relationships with people my age. Most of the people I'm very close to, other than a handful of people I've grown up with and been close to, but a majority of the people I'm close to are at least. 20 years or older than me yes. and they've been my mentors and and it's sad now because a lot of them are getting into their late 70s and same age as my dad and you know it's like we used to as a you know 30 year old i'd be running around with 50 year olds right now as a 50 year old i'm running around with 70 year olds but i i've always appreciated the intellect and the experience and the uh, maturity that somebody older brings to the equation with that said though i will make this comment i have had some of my most fun trips like girls weekend when I got to crash girls weekend with you guys and hang out with, with all you girls or Brandon when crashed you crashed my girls weekend to Cabo <laughs> had a great time 
And I'm not saying that you cannot have your own friends that are your age. I am just simply stating that this is a reality of age gap relationships. Generally speaking. You are going to end up spending time with older people. And what I particularly struggled with, I am the same as you in that I connect and click with older people, always have. However, as somebody who naturally uh, makes things scarier in the future than they really are, what I grapple with is when I am 70, not only will these people be long gone, but it's scary to think that I will be all by myself. Not only will you not be here, but all of the relationships that I am investing in actively today likely will not be here either. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to make this comment. Like most of the ladies that you've come close to mm-hmm. aren't that much older than you. 10, 15 the, years. Yeah, even though the men are. So you you got a lot, a big spectrum right, right, right. here. But of, so, uh, yes, we can caveat it. But what I, I think it's it's worth noting is in these relationships, you just well, you're you just already have going to prepare in. You got to go in it with your eyes open. You I have mean, to prepare it, for the loss. You have to prepare that this is going to you impact go you. To the loss. But it's it's the truth. It, yes, this is the, one day this is the you're going to have to realize that the person you love, who's much older than you, isn't going to. I'm be not here even talking about you yet. I'm talking about the friends and the people that you're spending time with. At some point, you're it's going true. to have to flip it. I have that and this now is, with my friends. And I this is it. part of, to be honest with you guys, this is part of my strategy for even creating this content to begin with. Because in so many ways, this is going to make me tear up. In so many ways, this content and talking about not only you, but the people that are around us, it will capture things and hopefully relationships that I wouldn't be able to capture if I wasn't talking about this. And I can be of help to a generation or a group of people that are significantly younger than me in the future that I can then be building good, solid relationships with so that I have the the other end of the spectrum that is our friends, but also the people that I'm helping through things because I've kind of gone through it first. And I'm so I'm trying to create this so that when when and if you pass, I will have a I will have this already existing. I won't just like be alone. Somebody will have shared in you and shared in this relationship with me to live on past what it is right now. Yeah, I know that this is far I, in the future. Really, this is a big topic. I, but, it is but, a huge topic. But can this I, whole thing can, is a big topic. Can I go back though to a couple? Just make a couple observations. You can do whatever you want. One is the reason that I um, understand what you're talking about is because a lot of my friends are older. That's what I'm but saying. But it only it's takes the one. Circle. It is, but it only takes one situation. Like my dear friend Rich Burba, who wasn't older. Yes. Who, Played pickleball with me in 90 degree weather, and we had a great time on my 50th birthday. And then he unexpectedly passed away two months earlier, and he seemed like he was in just phenomenal shape. So I, I, I think the concept, I, I get, but I also believe that no one, none of us know how long we're going to be here or not be here. But I think you are because of your parents, you're attracted to, to, you already liked older people. That's why I think our relationship was able to come about. Do yes. you think that somebody that doesn't like to be around older people would get into an age gap relationship? Potentially, yes. You do? I, we've met couples that or I f- I interpret that the man or the older person acts younger and they connect initially on a more like nightclub-y, bar, restaurant type scene. And there isn't quite the grounding and understanding of 
what else comes after you leave the nightclub and what else comes with supporting this lifestyle. Sure, you and I so you love find, to they, tear they it up. Fall, they fall into the relationship. Because men then... can act younger or older people. I don't mean to stare. I, I'm I'm trying to work on my own ability because yeah, I'm some, so used to. cougars out there. I'm so used to. One day you'll be a cougar. Oh, hell yeah. I hope so. <laughs> I hope I look that the good. The day I'm gone, you're going to be smoking hot, 55 years old, hugely successful, probably 100 books out. You're going to be the queen of the airways. <laughs> And you're going to have all these young, beautiful, attractive. And I will instantly announce your death. You. So as soon as it happens, like Bam. I'm ready. It's a, it's a funnel. Bam. This isn't even funny. This is not <laughs> even remotely funny. As long as you're my cougar right now. Okay. All right. Let's tame it. Let's like tone this down just a, a sec. So can you go to your points again? Because I think you were okay. On a so theme. yes, <laughs> I was on the theme. Thank you for redirecting. So the first question we covered. The second question we covered with hanging out with an older crowd. The third one we covered on the podcast last week or a couple weeks ago about having kids. Before getting into an age gap relationship, I believe fundamentally that you have to be on the exact same page and plan as your boyfriend or soon-to-be boyfriend about what you want your life to look like when it comes to having children. There's like it's it's a non-negotiable. I agree. And if why are you laughing? I, I agree with you. Okay. I think people get into their relationship, they get they go down the road and then they try to, you know, that they're either just highly disappointed when they do bridge that conversation, but they've already invested two or three years into the relationship. Yes. Um, or. Um, and not to say that you can't try to make it work, but if we're really saying from the start, these are the things that you need to be asking yourself and be discerning about. This is one of them. At least be open. Be discerning have, about it. If you don't know, be open and honest. Say you don't know, but then agree that you'll agree when you when you do know. Right. I, I think that the, I think the big issue is to be. I think the big issue is that people, there's different things that happen, right? Like they go into it, don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. And then by the time they do talk about it, a lot of time's gone by and it becomes emotionally very difficult. Very charged. Yeah. Or people go into it and they don't talk about it with one of the partners or the other thinking they're going to get what they want at some future point in time anyway and try to manipulate the situation, which puts a lot of stress on the relationship. And I would just recommend for this particular point, we just referenced to the to have kids or not to have kids podcast because we really go into deep detail about our thoughts around yeah, how to I get agree. on the same and page about it. I think the third it. strategy is be oh, open, honest, oh. transparent. There's a third strategy. Sorry. Yeah, so, so. I got it. I understand. But but I think the open, what you're saying and what we cover, what we cover on that is open, honest, at least understand what your decisions can be. Totally. And your choices can be. You have options. You have options. The worst thing you do is not talk about it or wait to see what's going to happen. Right? Amen. And High in five. our case, we yeah. explored all those options. All of the options yeah. were explored. All right. Fourth question. This is the one that's going to kill you. Uh, it's going to kill you. That was actually punny. The question is, is your love worth being alone when he dies? So this is back to the death thing. Oh, and for me, so I, dramatic. I it is not dramatic. It is something that is a real thing. You have to think about this shit. Okay, but Ladies, what, what stop listening say? to him and what stop thinking say? that he, he's saying that I'm being dramatic right now and I'm going to go if off you're for a 30, second. If no, you're 30 I need to go and you marry off for somebody a second. that's 30, what are you going to do if your 30-year-old spouse gets hit by a car when they're 35? Are you going to mourn it? Are you going to work through it? Are you going to figure it out? This would be a lot easier of a conversation if you were 25 and I was 50. What like it's just I I get the reality of that I get the reality of living in the present 
And that's something that you and I, that is a very standard answer that I give when talking about this. However, on the front end of deciding whether or not to be in one of these relationships, it is important to say, listen, you could be with anybody. There are, I've said this before, there are fish in the sea. I don't believe that there is just one person for you out there. And so you you really have to think through, is this worth it? You're going to be alone likely for 20 to, I'm going to be alone if statistics are true. I'm going to be alone. You'll die four years. You'll so die. Much. You'll I, die. No, no, let me finish. Okay. Let me finish. You will die at 74 and I will die at 78. That means mathematically I will be alone for 29 years of my life or I will live 29 years, maybe not be alone. But exactly. I, I have no, all no, the no. confidence in the but world. I will, be tw- be alone. I will live 29 years without you in this pl- on this planet. I could also find somebody right now that is my age and not have that choice. But it is a choice and it's something that you have to be thinking about before you just hop into this relationship. And if you're somebody who has always dreamed like the notebook of holding your love's hand as you both die in a nursing home together, like don't choose to be in one of these relationships because you're going to be hit with the hard facts constantly. And this is where I'm going to get emotional that it's not. It's not forever, and it's a wonderful thing, and I'd like to talk about this some other time. It is the greatest freaking gift on the face of this planet to be with somebody that you feel has a ticking time to them because it puts things into perspective so damn quickly. However, you just have to think about it beforehand, and and if your goals are, are to be with somebody for 50, 60, 70 years, this isn't the relationship for you. And you need to just be aware of that and, and really two thirds of marriages don't make it that long. And I agree with you. And I, I like in principle, I understand, but it's it's those core values that I think you just really have to make sure that you're you're thinking about before you do this. And I, I these are the things that I wish not maybe I wish these are the things that I did work through. These are the, yeah, the core things I, that I worked through. I think where you got to and I think, you know, in order to be helpful for people understanding how you work through this because um, it's one thing to banter about it. And I try to make light of it because it, it really, I know that you deeply do care about it and you get emotional about it. And I'm trying to help you not get too emotional. Um, He's just trying to make sure my fake eyelashes don't fall off right now. <laughs> it's a practical, reasonable thing to be concerned about. But in the context of Thank you. everything that everyone needs to be concerned about, it's it's everything's an unknown, right? People get into relationships early at the same age, then they don't work out because somebody matures faster than the other one, or somebody decides to get serious about their career and the other person doesn't want to have a big career or doesn't want to have you pursue that career. It could be female or male. And so you grow out of alignment, right? So there's just so many things that happen um, in relationships. I think the the I think that the value that you can bring to this equation is no matter where you're at in any relationship. How do you work through to get to where you can find present moment, peace and happiness and tranquility? And how do you... Being with somebody like you never provides me tranquility. This is not a relationship based off of tranquility. Uh, But peace and, I mean, happiness is definitely one of them. I don't even know if we have like peace. I'm talking about internal peace. Like you have peace Internal? Do I have internal tranquility? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if anyone just would describe me as being tranquil. I'm trying not to get any more three stars. So I'm going to say anything I can say to look like I'm a good guy. To not not look like you're cutting me off. Sweet. Uh, You really saved our lives over our podcast over here. Thank you for that comment, uh, Karina. Uh, Okay, last question, and then we will wrap this podcast up. This might be the most important one. 
Does he complement the direction you want to take your life? That was your, you were asking, you were saying. <laughs> you were you going to answer that for me? Like, well, I don't know. Let me think about that. Look, I've been clear from the beginning. I think what attracted me to you, like this is very personal between us, but I think it's great advice to somebody because they need to acknowledge why they're in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like you, people get into relationships for all sorts of reasons, but, but this has, to your point, these five questions you're asking has a lot more uh, depth to the choices, right? Because yes. you're intermingling usually kids, you're intermingling assets and, and, and friends, you're intermingling you family. Know, family. So, so, you know, you're, you're in some ways to your point, you're not spending time around people your age, which means the friends that you do have might drift off because they don't really align or want to be around somebody older, you know, the older you're friends. such a snooze. I'm boring. That's, that's the, that's the real issue. <laughs> Mr. Tranquil. Uh, but then, it's all about the tranquility. So so these are important questions to ask, and it takes a lot of maturity to actually want to ask and answer these questions and think about this stuff. And be honest with yourself. And then it takes a lot of internal fortitude to be truly honest with yourself, right? And and I think I think asking the questions, being honest with yourself, and then where there are pain points where you're uncertain being able to openly and discuss it with your partner and mm-hmm. and working through those things with your partner would be the encouragement I know you would give. Yeah, I know for us, one of the big sticking points was the time with your children. And it took me, it took me a while to understand how our life would look with your kids. Because when you start these relationships, you don't understand what real life is going to look like. You're in this bliss, but your real life and my real life outside of each other were very different. I was with my friends and you were with your girls. And so figuring out how those came together for a long time, I stayed with my girls and you stayed, or I stayed with my girls and you stayed with your girls. And I, for a year or so, struggled with like, how do we make this how do we make this work? Like, I wish you could come on double dates on a Saturday night, but you had the responsibility of having kids that you needed to take mm-hmm. care of. And so that was a struggle for us that we worked through. But in the big picture, everything else aligned perfectly. Like you and I, I think- But you even turn that what... into an advantage because because you'd say, okay, well, if you, you would actually start booking those nights yes. that I had my kids. Yes, You'd yes, start yes. booking them to do stuff with your girlfriend. Exactly. And instead of being disappointed that you couldn't stay with me, right. you switched your thinking to, this is an asset. I actually get to spend time with the people that maybe wouldn't be spending time with us if I was with you all the time because yes. of the age gap. Yep. And you got to spend a lot of time with friends you enjoyed spending time with. You mm-hmm. got to go places with them and scheduled. You just were prudent about your scheduling and everything. So mm-hmm. I, th- I think, you know, it's all perspective, right? That's the mindset. Yes. And about- so, but that was a challenge. I would say in the macro, everything that you and I are doing today is a actualization of what we had put in place and what we had dreamed of when we came together. And you always joke with me about this 10-year plan. The 10-year plan is happening now, and it has not been 10 years. But those, those things, like the start is now where we are. There was no... 
I'm trying. I'm having a hard time explaining this, but like yeah, we no, put I, into place. I think what I think we what love to saying, do together. I mean, okay, first of all, just for the people listening to this show, I just want to be crystal clear how much love and respect I have for you. But the reason I fell in love with you is because you're really smart, you're very confident, um, you're beautiful. There's no question about that, and you're extremely talented, and you have an amazing heart. So, so. Those are qualities. Hey, Will, can you make sure we get that clip and so I can maybe make that like his ringtone every time he calls? Exactly. But those are qualities that I love um, and adore in you. Thank you, love. And and I know there are remarkable qualities that you love and adore in me. That's so, absolutely the um, case. But the, the point is, is that we, we came to the conclusion that those qualities were more important than the age gap relationship. Yes. And, and where we wanted to, to go was more important than the circumstances that we had to overcome in order to get there. Yeah, and I think that's the encouragement to people is if you have that much respect and love for your partner, um, you're gonna have bumps in the road, you're gonna have things to navigate, you're gonna have some big life decisions, you're gonna have some future penalties, Mm -hmm. uh, like a spouse dying or maybe being alone for a while, Um, but it makes my heart feel good that I can actually sit here and say I have all the confidence in the world that by the time that happens, you will find, if you choose to, somebody who's remarkable because um, I have enough confidence in you, right? And and I think I think being able to have that confidence because I don't want you to be alone when I'm not here, right? I literally cannot talk about this. So <laughs> let's just wrap her up. Uh, the five questions to ask before you date an older man. Question one. Oh, I don't need. Are we going to recap all of yeah, them? Yeah, just. Quickly. Oh, okay. Well, Brandon's rewording of my question was: Do you have the confidence to create your own identity? Question two: How do you feel about hanging with an older crowd? Question three: Get on the same page about whether or not you want to have kids. Question four: Is your love worth being alone when he dies? And last but not least, does he complement the direction you want to take your life? Those are great questions. Great questions. Thank you for joining me on the Age Gap Realness Podcast, Mr. Brandon Dawson. Thank you for having me. Your presence is always greatly appreciated. And I appreciate you welcoming me to your show. All righty. Well, until next week, guys, have an amazing day. Kiss the person that you love. Get some sunshine or some some rain, whatever it is. Like, get some, some connection with the real world out there. And we'll see you on next week's episode. Sounds good. See you next week. Bye, guys.